This week, I want to share with the Olam a machshove that really a matzav gave me the machshove. Mamisha histakel baalme vero raise. I want to share with all of you this, what I would call his oivavis that I had actually was while I was in Eretz Yisrael. And it very much connects to this week's parasha, based on idea from the Kedushas Levi and really several other inyonim that are boiled in the parasha. But we'll start just with a question on a very difficult Maima Chazal in the beginning of Bereshis. Famous Maima Chazal. It's found in the Yalkut. That the Aleph Hatainus the Aleph Atainus that the Torah started with a base. The Aleph was Oishrishon. The Aleph being the first letter in the in in Loshon Akedesh, in Ksavivri. Why why did it not start with an Aleph? And Rebbeinu Shleilam, Vice Teches, accepted the Taina of the Aleph and said, "Listen, don't worry. I can't start with you." Because you stand for Or. The word curse or starts with an Aleph. We can't start the Torah with an Aleph. Disqualifies the Aleph from being the first Ois. Says Chazal. But the Obanishim is Mephias to Aleph. He consoles the Aleph. He says, don't worry. There's going to be a payback. And the payback will be in 2,000 years when Klaus is going to get the Torah on Har Sinai. The first Dibra Rishon is Anoichi Hashem Aloikech. So obviously whenever we see a, a Chazal like this, we know that it's Megala Tefach Umechaset Fochayim. It's more hidden than revealed. And to understand it, Mibayis Umechutz, to understand it thoroughly may be very difficult. But there's always a, a external idea like Rashi calls a Pshutei Kemashmoi, and even in a Medrash there's a Pshutei Kemashmoi. What are we supposed to learn from this Medrash? It would seem that whatever time that Rabbi Nishim had, why the Aleph can't start the Torah, why was it able to start Maimon Al-Sinai in the Dibbos Rishenis? If the Aleph stands for Or, and that makes it disqualified to start the Torah, so the Aleph should also be disqualified from the Dibbos Rishenis. That's boilet. That stands out on the surface as as a difficulty in the Maim Chazal. I just want to really be masked with that piece, that piece of the Chazal, and tie it into this week's Pausha. And to something that I myself witnessed while I was in Eretz Yisrael. The Pausha discusses Yankiv Avinu Davening being Mispalo. He's Davening. Why is he Davening? So Yankee Vavinu was davening because he's scared Poshet, he's confronting Esav Russia, And he starts basically repeating the brachas that HaKadosh Baruch gave him. And he's almost asking for those brachas to be misguided. So the Kedushas Levi explains, again, there are many explanations in the Medrash exactly what Yankee Vavinu was davening for. If he had the Avtoch already, what's he worried about? 
If he's worried, why is he referring to it? Meaning it's like a shtikul mimonov shuch. If Yaakov Avinu felt that that avtocha has to be miskayim, so why didn't he rely on it? And if he didn't rely on it because shama yigrei machet, well maybe he used up his chuyas already, different mamorim that we find in Chazal, so why is he referring to it? The Kedush HaSlevi has a phenomenal idea, phenomenal pshat in the words, What's the double loss? Could have said, What's the Hetevimach? As we go on in the Parsha, we learn about Rachel Imenu being Nifteres, Bishas the Leda of Binyamin. The last Shevet is born, and Rachel Imenu dies, Bishas Leda, and she has enough time to say what she thinks Binyamin's name is Ben Oini. Literally, Oini is a, is a lotion of pain, tsar. That his lady, she died. She died Bishas later. Yankiv Avinu doesn't just give a different name. He sticks to some of the Aesias here. It sounds similar. But he calls him Ben Yamin. A lotion of chayzek, a lotion of strength. How do we understand that? How do we understand that Yankiv Avinu calls Binyamin a lotion of gvure? Bishlema, that Yaakov Avinu doesn't pick the name that Rachel uttered, Bishas Ptire, that we can understand. That the, he didn't want that, the, that Binyamin should have a name which reflects Oini. But to call it a Benjamin? How do we understand this? Lastly, we have the Mavak, we have the battle between Yankev Avinu and Soresh al also something that's Lamalameh Asogosenu. And Yaakov Avinu has an Itzoch and he has a victory. And it's strange. Two things are strange about the victory. One is clearly this was Maizu Shemai, Siata de Shemai, Kisogisor Melekim Vimanoshim Vatucho. Clearly, this was a tremendous nest. This is much bigger of a nest than Yaakov Avinu winning, overpowering Ace of Arosha. Ace of Arosha of Oretz. To win the South Ace of, that's a whole new level of nest. But somehow there's a knech. Right? There's some... He's limping. He's limping. He has a little bit of, of some kind of impediment that happened here. He got bruised up. And he walked away with a shtickle bruise. Amake. Clearly this is reflective of Dvorim Gdelem. If the Barashim gave him the Siata the Shmaya to overpower a Malach, doesn't it make sense that Barashim would have given him the Gansa Siata the Shmaya? He should walk away unscathed. But no. There's some little Kvetch. The Kvetch has a Pshat. Can't be a Kvetch without a Pshat. And then the Malach gives Yankiv Avinu a name which reflects his victory. He calls him Yisrael. Lo Yaakov Yom Hashim Chokim Yisrael. 
כי סוריסו עם אלוהים ועם האנושים ותוכו. Because you, you overcame, you overcame. אנושים ואלוהים, you overcame מלאכים. You're a victor. And ממילא he gave him that name. Now we know the Ovois, Imoyas, had certain Shinuyi Hashemas. Even though Yitzchok didn't have an official name, but his place is in Tanakh, where there's a little bit of a change. Yitzchok instead of Yitzchok. By every bris we, we, we say, we refer to that Pasuk. But that's not, not being oimed on, on Bidyuk, the Shinuyi Hashemas, but each one of the Shinuyi Hashemas that we find by Avrom, The hay was an added mile, av hamoin goyim. Same thing by Sarah, where she got the hay. That was more of a shinu Hashem, it wasn't a tesef Hashem. And the, the Gemara Paskins, that when it says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells Avram Avinu, your name no longer is Avram, Avram, it's Avram. It's called HaKoyre La'al Avram, Avram, it's over by Asay. You're not allowed to call him Avram. The Rebbe said his name is Avram. And that it should no longer be known as Avram. And Adayim Hazeh, it's Avram Avinu. And we're not allowed to call him by any other name. How do we understand this very same Gemara brings down that by Yankiv Avinu, it's not like that. Hagam that the Malach said that Yaakov, Lo Yaakov, Yikorishim, Chokim, Yisrael, But the Rabbani Shalom later said, Shimcha Yaakov. So although the Rabbani Shalom recognized the name of Yisrael, at the same time he also recognized the name Yaakov. Loisha teyoker Yankif mimkoi mesei chazal. The Rabbani Shalom basically reinstated that Yaakov Avinu remains. The name Yaakov is not, is not erased. And the Pela Nifle, Ba'ashkof HaRishen is, That from all the others, Yaakov Avinu, his Shini Hashem was the most significant. Because Yaakov Avinu, Shini Hashem, changed him from a Yaakov, which is a lotion of Akev, of heel, of Meukov, of being held back. Sort of a negative, has a negative meaning. It's not just, it's not just power. And the Malach says that now you're a victor, you're a Yisrael, so and we know that the name Yisrael is a Lashon HaGvurah. If anything, this would be a name that you would think would be Amamish Alav, don't call him Yankif. And yet it's the opposite. For some reason, the Berehelam says, no, Shimcha Yankif. The name Yankif doesn't go away. And in fact, when we refer to Yankif Avinu, by and large, it's more frequently referred to as Yankif. Not Yisrael. Yisrael is more often than not used when we refer to the descendants of Yankiv Avinu. So how do we understand this? So I'll tell you my thoughts, what I was nisoyer to, but it's really bony on the Yisoyed of this Kedushas Levi. The Kedushas Levi says a beautiful idea what Hetev Etev means and what Yaakov Avinu's tefillah was. Yaakov Avinu knew what happens, happens. What happens will happen. What the Rebbe will do, he will do, both presently and for the future of Am Yisrael. But Yaakov Avinu had a hidden tefillah in his tefillah. 
And the hidden tefillah was that he and Klal Yisrael should recognize that everything is toiv. That whatever we experience, whatever we confront in life, is l'toiva. Hateiv, eitiv, to see the toiv. The toiv and then to see the toiv. And that's a whole new madrege. And that was a separate bikush, that's merumas and tefillahs, yankiv avinu. To be able to see that. I'll tell you, Rabbi Isai, there was a famous Maise years ago. One of the Gedalim said it over. I think he himself was the Yosem in the story. He said that he became a Yosem at a young age. And he was in Yeshiva. And he was surrounded by other Talmudim. He was never a young Yosem. And he said that he just filled himself always with Rachmanus. Rachmanus on himself. Nebuchadnezzar is a Yosem. And every time there was an event, and there was a time where parents came to the yeshiva, and mechazik, and he was never chayosim, he was alone. And he would be reminded of his status all the time. This is ongoing. And he said that everything changed one day when one of his close chaver sat down with him and told him, what do you want with the, what do you want with the yeshivas? What do you want with your status? Do you want to spend your life having rachmanus on yourself? You can do that. But let's look at a different angle. He said, you're such a balkech. You have such strength. All of your chaverim respect you. You have such abilities. Now you experience Nebuchadnezzar, that nobody can imagine. Now take all of your kaychas and you can go now and be mechazik people no matter what, what state they're in life because you're a... You're a, you're a survivor. And you're a godl. You, you're the godl shebechabur. You're the ari shebechabur. You, you're the one that can symbolize it. Who knows min shemayim why you were put into this position? Flip it. Flip it. Show the actual chilek. Show the tsar. Show what you're going through. And use that for gvur. And the kachava. He said that even as a bocha, he started a keren yisoyimim, financial, and he got to help yisoyimim all over, and it was tremendously successful. He then said that after he got married, he started an organization for yisoyimim, for their emotional needs, for all tzorcha yisoyimim, and he became the spokesperson for yisoyimim. He took all of his keiches. And then he crowned it with his matzav, which ultimately turned into become a strength. Yankiv looked at his little bicycle that was just born in the world, Nebuch, without a mother. And he said, my entire kind, you're going to be misgabel, And that which seems to be a chalishus, a weakness, an umglik Nebuch, that's going to be your gvur, Benjamin. That's the avoider. And the kachave, the kachave, binyomin, kimat mishnol malchus, kimat mishnol malchus, krisa zari shalamolik, hashaychus to binyomin, shevet binyomin. Binyomin was 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 gvu, and that's what Yankiv Avinu said. He told him, "You should know you're the ben yamin." That's the mission. 
That's the mission of a Jew. The mission of a Jew, and they're really inter, intertwined. What I'm telling you now and what the Kedusha Slavi is saying is intertwined because the, the self-pity that one has is what weakens them. And the recognition that everything Hashem sends has meaning and blessing is strengthening. It's the difference between being a weak person and being a strong person. That perspective, that mabat, is the whole difference. There was a mice I spoke about a couple of years ago, halacha shayla, that somebody wanted to know if this bus driver was over the Yisro of Geneva's Das. So that's how the story became famous. From bus driver. And the mice was kacha. A bunch of people were taking the bus back. The last bus out of Bnei Brak, I think this was Motzei Sukkis, it was a packed bus from Bnei Brak to Yerushalayim. And for some reason, the last bus didn't come. And the Olam is waiting 20 minutes, half hour, 45 minutes. All of a sudden, close to an hour, people already were miyuyish. They thought, that's it, there's no way they're getting to Yerushalayim. They see a bus from the distance. But then, alas... As the bus gets closer, they see that the bus has different numbers on it. It's not the bus that goes to Yerushalayim. And it actually says Beit Shemesh. They still, they notice the bus is empty. They wave at the bus, all the people. Mamish, with desperation. The bus slows down after the bus stop to see what the people want. And they beg him, Adoni, our master, please. We're stuck here. Anoshim, Noshim, Betaf, children, this. Everybody's heading to Yerushalayim. Everybody's stuck. Take us to Yerushalayim. They knew that this is ridiculous. They have such a thing. The guy's working for Eged Bus Company. He can't decide his own routes. But they were desperate. The bus driver looks at them. Akilu, he's deep in Machshava. He says, You know what? I can't leave all of you here by the bus stop. Just, I don't have the heart. I'm changing. He went on, he changes the numbers on the bus, he puts in Yerushalayim, he says, come in, everybody come in. This bus driver had a malchus a ride back to Yerushalayim. You can imagine, he was getting blessings the whole way back to Yerushalayim. As he goes to the last stop, there's only two people left on the bus. One of the people comes over to him and says, Adoni, I understand. I didn't want to ask you the question in the beginning because we were just taking in the brachas. <laughs> we don't want to question anything. But maybe you could share with us how? How were you able to do this? You work for a bus company. How were you able to do what you did? He looks at them and he smiles. He says, I'll tell you a secret. I had a problem tonight. There was a problem. The bus, first bus broke down. Then the second bus had a different issue. And it was one of those nights that there was no explanation we had to leave so late. And I was, besides that, I was running an hour behind my regular schedule, and I wasn't happy about that, because I still have to go back to Tel Aviv, wherever you had to go. He said, I'm not happy. But I realized that I'm going to spend an hour on the bus with people screaming and yelling at me about the company, about the service, about how is there such delays about... He says... I wasn't me, it was not my fault. But it doesn't matter, they're going to curse me anyway. He says, I came up with a chap. 
I changed the numbers on the bus. So when I pulled up, everybody thought that I'm going to be Shemesh. Now, all of a sudden, I went from being the cursed bus driver to the Mamish, the champion, to the champion of the whole Olam. Those are the Maise Shoy. <laughs> it was a famous story. And the shine was he was a firm guy. He declared afterwards, was he allowed to do it Alzkanevis does? I gave a whole shear on this Shabbos. I'm not going to go into it now. I came out to Maise that what he did was Muto Alpidin. And it wasn't Gnevis. I said, maybe when we have time one day, I'll tell you in a pshat. But Lamai said, that's what he did. What's the lesson? The lesson is, Mamish, this idea, the same event. Everything the same. It's all the Mabat. It's all the Mabat. And if people would look at life and say, okay, you know what? For whatever reason, Hashem has a reason why we're, we're, we're an hour late. And this bus driver, Nebuch, is running an hour behind schedule. Rachman is on him. He could have been the same champion without changing the numbers. But we don't look at it like that. We don't look at it the way we should. That everything has a mission and everything has a place. And the Mela, if you do that, you embrace it. And when you embrace it, you get strength. And sometimes, as we explain, the bigger the challenge, the more strength that one can get from that, from that, from that event. The name Yankif refers to Ikuv Take. There are Ikuvim in life. There are battles that have to be, 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 be raged. Every day of our life, we have a Muhammad Sayyidzu. Rabbi Yankif Zatzal taught us a lesson when I was a very young boy. He said, Don't have Machlekes with you. There's enough. Save all of your Kechas. To have Muhammad with the Yetzirah. Every day of our lives, we have challenges with the Yetzirah. This Yenis, And it's our job every day to overpower those Ikuvim and to grow from them and to get strengthened from them, to make from a Ben Oini to Ben Yomin. To make from a Yankee of Yisrael. And because you have a day that you're a Yisrael doesn't mean that tomorrow there's not another Yaakov. That comes into the picture. And that day you have to turn it again into a Yisrael. Kol yoyim v'yoyim. And that's why the name Yisrael evolves. And the name Yaakov remains to teach us as an Am and to teach us as individuals that every day of our lives we have a Yaakov to overcome and to make from that day a Yisrael. Shimcha Yaakov says the Rabbi Shalom. Getting back to the Chazal that we started with. When the emissaries that when when Hashem created the world, the world still didn't have Torah. If the world doesn't have Torah, then anything which is perceived as negative can't be overcome because we lack the clarity and the strength that the Torah gives us. Barasi Yetzirah, Barasi Torah Tavla. And therefore the Aleph cannot be used because the Aleph reflects Or, even though the Aleph of Or could always be transformed from a Yaakov to Yisrael, from Or to Baruch, but there's no Torah yet. But once the Torah was given, the Torah starts with an Aleph. 
Because the Torah is the key to turn everything in life into a blessing. And that explains this, that difficult Maimah Chazal. When I was in Eretz Yisrael, somebody came over to me, they were going through Mamish at such a difficult time. And they were talking to me about it. And I have to tell you, Abba say sometimes somebody goes through a hard time and you understand why they're going through a hard time. When I say you understand, at least you understand the difficulty. You understand what they're going through. And again, there's tools, there's keys, as we explained, how to go through a difficulty. But this is what I would call a tzar chinam. What do I mean tzar chinam? The whole tzar that they went through was a perception. It was a perception. They thought something that wasn't. And because they had that perception, they were molly tzar. And I literally had to invest hours with this individual to mechazik them, to make them understand, to make them see that what they perceive, what they're perceiving here, wasn't even a tsar b'chalal. It was it was a oiskif up the maisa. It was all like a like a fake. There was a fake perception, and from that perception they had tsar. And I have to tell you, the person is a, is a wonderful person. And I couldn't. I'm, I couldn't understand as much as I was able to give them chizik. I didn't understand why. And now they're having sorrows from the mishigas. I'm not magazim, Rabbi say. As soon as the person was matzlich to feel better, some other person, a close friend of theirs, calls them from America. Going through the zelba salt meise, the same perceptive tsar. But maybe over there it was a little bit more authentic. And they, Mamish, took all of what they went through, the hours and days of Tzal, and they were able to be mechazek, this other person. And this other person went and sent them a message and said, you should know, you Mamish, nichamtani, nichamtani. And I took a step back and I said, look what the Rabbani Shalom did. Because this individual talking, has an achrayas for people. He's not a person. He's a person, uh, Ishat Sibo. And the Ebesh told Zeharangeflanst a matzav that they should be able to now take that matzav and be mechazek somebody else. And that's what we have to do every day of our lives. And we'll be zoyche beiz Hashem. Al tzadzayim lebrocha v'loy l'klola. Mitzvah Shem, we will grow together and individually and we'll see that everything is turned from ikuv to Yisrael. I'm going to Shabbos.